0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show, two Catholics with a PhD in common sense. We are reporting for duty. This is where Catholicism and the culture intersect. Terry, what about you, my friend? I'm here,
1: Jess, Terry Barber, the Lebanese lover of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the Lebanese lover of Our Lady. Today's topics, Jess, I'm sitting in California. Jess is in Arizona, Mm. God bless him. Mm. We're going to talk about why so many hundreds of thousands of people a year are leaving California. And it's an untold story. I was just in downtown LA 10 days ago. So I'm I'm witnessing this video you're going to you're going to see. It's not fake. This is actually happening in California and it's not just downtown. It's all over. And also Jess, we're going to talk about kind of tied in the same thing. 15 minute cities are complete impoverishment and enslavement of all people. The EU, European Union lawmakers are trying to get you to say do everything within a 15-minute walk so we can keep an eye on you. Mm. That's not a good thing. And then, mm. Jess, I have to be honest. We're going to talk about Pope Francis. He uh, dumbfounds Joe Biden in historic speech in Hungary. Yeah, he said some things that I'm going to say, didn't say to Joe Biden, but I wish he did. And so we're going to talk about that and much, much more. But Jess, I really got hit hard on what we call need-to-know file. I got... Several, three of them here for you. One, 18 states stand with Ohio pro-lifers urging court to let heartbeat laws take effect. Isn't it interesting in those 18 states, they're all Republican, Jess, just to make a note of it. Just thought I'd mention that. Also, Texas is looking better all the time, Jess. San Antonio voters overwhelmingly rejected a radical pro-abortion and pro-marijuana referendum. God bless them. But here's the one that really blew me away. Wow. Texas That's, plans yeah. to put chaplains in public schools in its latest move to inject Christianity. And Jesse, the governor and uh, the lieutenant governor, lieutenant governor was in in the Diocese of Tyler, Bishop Strickland, knows this man. They're saying that we need to do this because of many things like mental health. We know that when the kids are practicing Christianity, we have fewer problems in the school district. So, I mean, what other state has done that, Jess? Any? I I don't know of another state that's done that.
0: Impressive. Yeah. Governor Abbott, uh, yeah, DeSantis and Abbott, they, they, uh, they're iconic figures amongst governors, and so is the Christy Noam as well. Oh, a, few, yeah. a few others, but uh, consistently, Governor Abbott and DeSantis uh, put a smile on my face as a Catholic. I'm proud of them.
1: Yeah, and just uh, one, more, one more just upon the political, political stuff. It's a new poll, but it confirms what you and I have been saying for years, that the Democratic Party left its Democratic Party. Here, new poll finds 84% of Democrats think abortion should always, almost always, be legal, up 21% from 2007. So the Democrat Party is becoming more and more hardcore in killing future citizens of America. That's just a fact.
0: That's why Cardinal Raymond Burke said uh, the Democrat Party mm-hmm. has is becoming the party of death. Uh, well, he said that uh, yep, because he decided... He's identifying their posture that they keep moving, moving more towards a culture of death issues, and they're and they're embracing them. Terry, mm-hmm. uh, this is not the party of JFK, Robert oh. F. Kennedy, oh. uh, Scoop Jackson. Uh, they, this party is un, would be unrecognizable to them. Here's a couple things that I would like to share. Sure. Hit me. Responding to a question asked on Newsmax, Rob Schmidt t- uh, tonight about President Joe Biden running in 2024. In light of so many, uh, you know, verbal gaffes that he makes, the renowned brain surgeon Ben Carson says it is dangerous. Ben Carson told Rob Schmidt, he says, quote, well, it is so dangerous if Joe Biden runs again, because what if we're in a situation where the leader of the free world has to make a split second decision? What do we do then? When we can't put together the group of people who are managing him, close quote, yep. Ben Carson, brain surgeon said, this is a real serious problem and our enemies are acutely aware of this. I'm sure we're the laughing stock of the world, but if you want to do something and if you don't want an effective response from the United States, you need to do it while this man is president. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Ben Carson, brain surgeon is warning us that this man is not up for the job, Here's another need to know. Before
1: you do that, let me make a comment about that statement. I'm going to predict right on the air that if another conflict is going to take place before Biden ends his four year term as president, because the circumstances in America are so bad that any anybody who's a foe of us. If they want to attack us or do anything bad, now's the time because we're at our weakest moment in these next two years. Okay, continue.
0: Yep, that's what Dr. Carson said, basically. Uh, Well, today, officials are anticipating a wave of immigrants on Thursday night with the end of the U.S. government's COVID-era Title 42 policy. As Title 42 is set to expire uh, tonight at 11.59 p.m., Security officials are bracing for what could be an unprecedented influx of migrants seeking asylum along the southern border. And guess what, Terry? The Biden administration will do nothing. They're just going to cross their hands. Because this is a man-caused immigration (laughs) problem. And the Biden administration is behind it. Why? You get more legal immigrants over here. You give them uh, entitlements. You you, you, you become Santa Claus to them. Guess what? Maybe not them but their kids that'll be born here will vote for the democrats cuz they're going to say it was the democrat party that brought my mom and dad in it was the democrat party that gave my mom and dad section 8 housing ebt cards welfare uh you know they gave me free college etc and so what they're doing terry they're trying to show up oh, yeah. uh, their democrat you know I'll tell you why because liberals don't have babies by and large they no, kill babies that's right and so they need uh, they need more they need a base. They need more liberal Democrats in this country. So hey, let's use the people from south of the border that have large families. Yeah, makes
1: sense. Jess. Anything
0: yeah. Else, here's man? yeah. Here's another uh, need to know file. Yeah. Democrat White House contender Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yes. Recently blamed the CIA. Guess what? For the assassination of his uncle. That talk about somebody that has guts. Yeah. You think? Yeah. So President John F. Kennedy in 1963, Kennedy. Uh, Uh, who was assassinated, Kennedy Jr., the son of assassinated Senator Robert F. Kennedy, made the allegation on Sunday with John Katsimatis on WABC-770. Theories around JFK's assassination have endured throughout the decades with many others speculating that the CIA, former President Lyndon B. Johnson, the mafia, the Soviet KGB, Jackie Onassis Kennedy, or the Fidel Castro regime, or some combination thereof, were involved in his death. So, yeah, Robert Kennedy Terry, he's not uh, uh he has to, he seems to have a little bit more common sense than most people in his party. And here's the good news, good news item. Mm-hmm. Third grader launches a kids Bible study in a year. <laughs> a third grader. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: So this third grader was inspired by Bible in a Year podcast hosted by Father Mike Schmitz. Good. So 9-year-old Teddy Howell of Michigan created with the help of his parents The Kids Bible in a Year with Teddy podcast. That's awesome. The show launched in March. In each episode, released Sundays and Wednesdays, Teddy leads a prayer and then reads a passage from the great adventure Kids Catholic Bible Chronicles. Good for this nine-year-old. God bless him, Terry.
1: That's exciting. Jess, let's get some soul food in our soul, brother.
0: Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. John chapter 15, verse 9 to 11. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: So in John chapter 15, the whole, the whole chapter here is it's you know it's that metaphor of the vine and the branches. What our Lord here is trying to underscore is that to if, if you're a disciple, you have to be united to Jesus, and we're absolutely dependent on Jesus for our life, for our growth. and so uh, if, if you're not united to Jesus, well, then you're a fruitless branch that uh, that uh, guess what? you're going to be thrown into the fire. But specifically in today's uh, uh, gospel, our Lord is talking to us how we remain in Him. You got to keep your, keep the commandments. Yep. In other words, you have to walk in the obedience of faith, as Saint Paul says in Romans one five and Romans sixteen twenty six. So if you want to prove that you have love for the Father, it's expressed in obeying His commandments, just like Jesus did. If you want to prove that you love God the Father, then you have to imitate Christ and obey the commandments just like Christ did. And by the way, nobody said it's going to be easy, but I'll tell you one thing, it's going to be, uh, at the the end, it's going to be meritorious. It's called a place called heaven. And this is why, as a Catholic, you can be like St. Paul, locked up in jail, having been beat up and and hit with rods and whipped. (laughs) And he could say, Uh, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Uh, You know, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Why? Because St. Paul's joy is the certitude of receiving the reward of eternal life based on the promises of Jesus Christ in the near future. His joy isn't based on being in jail, being whipped and flogged with with a cane. Joy is interior from knowing what Christ has promised us, and we're about to receive them in the near future. That's where joy comes from. The world can't give you that inner joy. The world could titillate Amen. you. The world could give you some delights. The world could give you some pleasure, but the world can't give you joy.
1: Well, so when we come back, we'll get the Fulton Sheen quote. I want to mention for those who have been following us on our YouTube channel, Full Sheen Ahead, hundreds of people are watching our catechism class, which is the convert course using the Baltimore Catechism and Fulton Sheen, go to Full Sheen Ahead, and you can watch these videos we do every week, teaching people to learn to know about the faith, the summary of the Catholic Church teachings, and those people who, after 12 weeks, are non-Catholic become Catholic through the Anglican Ordinary. Good news here. We come back Full Sheen Ahead, and also we'll talk about why people are leaving California. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back after a short break. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. I want to bring the smartest guy into the room. Oh, sheen ahead. Tomorrow, Jess and I are going to talk a little bit about Mother's Day, but here's something I think would apply to all mothers. Bishop Sheen said, When a man loves a woman, he has to become worthy of her. Yeah. The higher her virtue, the more noble her character, the more devoted she is to the truth, justice, and goodness the more a man has to aspire to be worthy of her. Mm. The history of civilization could actually be written in terms of the level of its women. I'm going to repeat that statement, Jess. Wow. He's spot on. The history of civilization could actually be rewritten, be written in terms of the level of its women. What does that say about our culture right now, Jess?
0: Well, Terry shows it, it, uh, give you the power of, uh, of a, Of a female that yeah, God sure. has given them intrinsically, yes, and many women can use their uh the power that God has given them as the opposite sex as yep. the weaker sex as Saint Peter says yep. they can use it for great good or great evil amen and uh again, just w- one of the great evils is just the whole business of pornography and prostitution, leading men leading men uh in fact i i, I it was Our Lady of Fatima uh, said that. Uh, more people will go to hell because of the sins of the flesh. That's right. And I think it was St. Alphonsus uh, Ligori uh, said that uh, more people uh, go to hell because of the sins of impurity. And so, again, God uses women in a very powerful way. They can elevate a man. They can make. They can Big bring time. the best out of a man, and they can bring the worst out of a man as well.
1: Yeah, well said. All right, Jess, let's get to our Leaving California story
0: well terry you're always mentioning this on the commercials on vmpr uh mr engineer we got a short clip can you play the clip please the homeless problem is getting worse it's not getting better crime is getting worse it's not getting better regulations are getting worse it's not getting better people are bailing On California in record numbers.
1: More than half of Californians are considering moving. It might be harder to find a U Haul than to find your next
0: home. The exodus of people moving out of California is not new. No sane person
1: would want to leave California
0: if they could make it here. For the first time ever, people are leaving.
1: In 2020, California lost 650,000. People. First time in my lifetime I've heard that. I'm
0: leaving California. Why you should
1: consider moving. Lately it's been an ongoing struggle to stay. Several high-profile companies like Tesla have moved their headquarters.
0: I'm out of here. This place is going to Watch. They already have high taxes.
1: This is just the tip of the iceberg. California treats businesses like criminals and taxpayers like organ donors and people get tired of it
0: some of our costs.
1: Drivers are paying $7.39 a gallon. $3 million. This is like a normal house. Our problems are man-made. All you have to do is pay attention. Here is what I found.
0: I can't be the only person who's seeing this.
1: The California legislature can't go on forever like this. This is a form of self-destruction. When I came here 22 years ago, it was a
0: different California. Where is the state headed? California will deteriorate. Where'd the money go? This is because of stupid policies. There's no other word for it. It's the money that's doing the talking. People were tricked and fooled. They're being lied to, and their way of life is being destroyed. There's a lot of people that you would be surprised by their stories. My entire family is leaving. You know, we left all of our friends behind. Hey, live a day or two in our shoes. We're going to lose the very core values that built this state. California's bad ideas go national really fast. And if California fails, the United States failed. So, this video is called Leaving California The Untold Story. It's a feature length documentary that portrays the growing challenges of living in California. Which is causing causing an unprecedented mass exodus? The uh, the host uh, the television host of the California Insider, and the editor of the Epoch Times in yep. Southern California, they take the viewers on an intimate journey of love, loss, tragedy, and hope, as California residents face the prospect of leaving their beloved state, like I did eight years ago. About seven hundred thousand people moved out of the state within the last two years, and this television host uh, provides a unique and personal lens as he explores such issues as crime, education, housing, cost of living, wildfire, homelessness, and more. Having left his home in Iran with his family when he was 16 years old to live in Mexico City for two years, Korami, the uh, television host, was drawn to the freedom, opportunity, and beauty of the Golden State. He got his degree in finance at the University of San Diego and was promptly recruited to help build a contract research company in China. However, as he experienced the culture of business under the Chinese Communist Party, he decided to come back to California where his entrepreneurial spirit was embraced and allowed to thrive. Unfortunately for him, the state began to change. And if you watch this entire video, you'll find... Uh, Karami, uh, siyama Karami, the uh, television host. He talked with several no- notable Californians, including former Democratic Majority Leader of the California State Senate, Gloria Romero, no relation to me, former Sheriff Alex Villanueva, former San Francisco County Supervisor Tony Hall, mm-hmm. former Mayor of Costa Mesa, Jim Reimer, author and officer Dion Joseph, Director of Race and Equity. Uh, the Utility Reform Network, Gabriela Sandoval, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rick Reif, famous historian and professor, Dr. Victor Davis Hansen, one smart guy, he pulls back the curtain on trends and policies being imposed on the state of California. Terry, you probably have a lot to say about this. I do,
1: I do, but you know what, Jesse, I've said it over the years, I've watched California go down. I mean, think about this, Jess, they don't even bring it up in the, uh, in the movie as far as I know, but California, the San Fernando Valley, where you grew up, I might add, is yep. the porn uh, industry's capital, okay? So yes, that's is. that's that also plays an effect. I also will say, Jesse, on the spiritual realm, uh, we're told by Father Chad Ripperger that Southern California especially— uh, a lot of big cases of people who have been possessed are from coming yep. from California. Is that a, if, if I'm telling, talking out of school, say something. Okay. No, no. So those are two lots of, issues. A of, lot
0: of his big cases come from.
1: <clears throat> right. And so we're talking about more people leaving in two years in California than every person who lives in Wyoming. Yeah. That's how many people are leaving California. Now, I will say this, Jesse. The laws that California have regarding uh, stealing a, up to $1,000 worth of groceries at Walmart. Uh, and not being put in jail for that, and just getting a ticket written. Uh, I've, I've been in the store where people are stealing, and they do nothing, okay? Now, you can't keep doing that. We've already seen store closures uh, you know, up in the northern California from the different stores saying we can't make a, a profit because we're losing so much on what they call shrinkage, which is a term, stealing, that's, just, that's a nice word for stealing stuff, <laughs> shrinkage. It's not <laughs> shrinkage. It's stealing. It's against the commandments, okay? Thou shalt not steal. and But we have that in California. And again, the person made the point. It's it's going in the right direction, and it's going to fall apart on this. And I can witness, Jesse, I, I don't know if I've said this on the air, but I've witnessed in California where I'm in downtown L.A. helping a guy move where the drugs are so free. People are high. They're doing things like stripping uh, their clothes off. Jumping on my top of my car, dancing around my car. Yeah, that actually happened to me in in downtown L.A. a year and a half ago. So it's getting bad. I don't even want to go into L.A. Jess,
0: but Terry and, and and it's I'm going to tell you it's dangerous. It's dangerous. He, yeah, I'll tell you. And you know, uh, what's sad is that somebody's paying a price for it. There's a young marine over in New York. Oh yeah. He goes into a New York, a New York City train. Yes. There's a homeless guy. Uh, The the Marine was 24. The homeless guy was about 30, Uh, a a black homeless guy that walked into the bus, terrorizing people and shouting, quote, I'll hurt anyone on this train. I don't mind going to jail and getting life in prison was this 30 year old guy by the name of Jordan Neely. He was screaming that. Wow. Uh, Guess what? By the way, Jordan Neely also had 44 prior arrests under his belt. He also had an outstanding warrant What's for he felony doing assault. Out, man? Yeah, he punched an old woman in the face. Oh no! So he walked into the train. He's throwing his uh, items around the train and he's yelling, "I'm ready to die! I'm ready to die! I'll hurt anyone in the train!" So a young 24-year-old marine puts Neely in, in a UFC. You know uh, You know what they call it? A Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. It's a jiu-jitsu. You know, carotid. Yeah. So he held him down, incapacitated him. Good for him. Then he released he released him when he stopped struggling. Well, the guy passed out. Uh, he died in the hospital. Mm -hmm. The the thug. Yeah. The 30 year old Jordan Ely, the the thug that was him. Yeah, exactly. With forty-four arrests and a felony warrant pending. And guess what they're doing, Terry? Oh no. They're sending this this young Marine is up on charges. He's looking at twenty years for Stopping for for basically, Terry, it's the Good Samaritan yeah. law. Why you everybody think in the train is afraid? Yeah. They're all afraid of this yeah. guy. He yeah. walks in. I'm gonna kill everybody in this train. Yeah. He's ripping his clothes off, throwing it around. I'm ready to die. I'll go to prison for life. So this young marine says, "Okay, this is gonna get ugly." So he gets he gets behind him, puts restrains him, puts him in a carotid restraint. And uh, the guy dies in the hospital because, just like George Floyd, his body was no doubt pumped full of drugs. Well, yeah. the autopsy is going to show this. Mark my words, but this young this young guy Terry is going to pay a price. And this is what's happening in California. It is people. The criminals know. Hey, you know what? Uh, we got uh, woke prosecutors, woke chiefs of police, and sheriffs. They can't do nothing to us, and and if the cop twists my arm a little too much, guess what? He's going to be up on charges. He'll lose his job, and I'll be out uh, by the time he finishes his police report. And
1: Jesse, I might add, over a 1,000 L.A. policemen have have left their jobs because many of them told me this, that we're we're babysitters. We're told to back down on crime. Now, Jesse, you've been a cop 20-some years. Can you imagine... You going out on the beat and you see a criminal do some bad thing, and your top brass says just let him go i mean what what are you doing wouldn't that just undermine the morale of the force
0: yeah, at that point uh you're saying, okay, you know what time to look for another line of employment because if uh if the brass doesn't have your back, then if they deem that you're you're that you used too much force in your arrest, you're going to go to prison and you're going to lose your marriage, your wife, your family you're going to lose everything, and so right now, Terry. Law enforcement is 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 not friendly for for young men. It's just not a friendly place to to park your car, because uh, when the Democrats are in in control, Terry, they bring in woke sheriffs, woke chiefs of police, and woke prosecutors.
1: And that's why I say, Jesse. I mean, I'm here in California at the Sacred Heart Chapel. I'm here seven days a week ministering to people. Is it a sacrifice? I don't even let my wife out at night to go to the groceries, Jesse. No. Because I lock my doors and I say, "You know what uh, i i don't I'm, I'm I'm on guard, okay why because I know what I have in my in my in Southern California, where I live it's not good, and again, I just think Jesse the evangelization answer is the key because so many of these people are high on drugs, the marijuana problem just out anywhere you go they 're smoking dope uh at stores doors, and nobody says a word well." You know, yeah. this is what we're up
0: against when you throw yeah. God out. Here, Yeah, the, the answer is California, all 49 other states, we've got to go back to Christ the King. Amen. We've got to surrender our hearts and our minds, our intellects and our worlds to Christ answer. the King. That's Politics the answer. is not the answer. Nope. Jesus is the answer, and he always will be the answer. Well, up next, Terry, we're going to be talking about 15-minute cities. <laughs> this, is this is what they want to do in Europe, and they want to bring it over here to the oh, U.S. 15-minute city. Yeah, you got it. Stay with us, <laughs> family. The left are a bunch of control freaks. You got that right. Why do I say that? The left, the woke left around the world, they would like to make 15 minute cities. This would completely impoverish and enslave all the people of the world. And guess who's starting this? Europe. Surprise, surprise. No no surprise. Christine Anderson, a member of the European Parliament believes that COVID passports and QR codes that became widespread during the the fake-demic were only test runs for implementing 15-minute cities aimed at tightening government control over people. So what's a 15-minute city? Well, it's a neighborhood where a resident can reach anything or everything they need, like the grocery store, doctor, and so forth, within a 15-minute walk. So, according to Christine Anderson, member of the European Parliament, such cities are the beginning of tighter government control of people. Oh, yeah. Can somebody smell communism? Oh, big Mm. time. The administration, any administration, can exert control by deciding you're no longer allowed to leave your 15-minute immediate area. They don't have to fence it in or anything. It will be done via digital ID. And by the way, she said this in an interview With uh, in a program called America Thought Leaders. So she said, if you now fancy another store and it does not happen to be in your neighborhood, guess what? You won't be going to that store anymore. Like I said, total control is what we are about. Again, this is Christine Anderson, member of the European Parliament. They want to implement this in Europe and they're already talking about this in the United States. In Europe... Legislation is being pushed forward to set up 15-minute cities. Yep. According to Anderson, the digital green certificate the COVID pass introduced during the fake-demic pandemic, was only a test run designed to get people used to producing a QR code and related requirements. Now, they're slamming us with these 15-minute cities. Make no mistake, it's not about your convenience. It's not that they want you to be able to have all of these places that you need to get close by. It's not about saving the planet either. With the 15-minute cities, they will have they will have to have those before they can lock you down. And that's what we're talking about here.
1: Jesse, yeah, let me just jump in and say one thing. I heard somebody say, well, we need to do this because it'll stop crime. You see, we're going to know that the bad guys... Are going to have to stay play in oh, place. So God. we're doing it to be, you know, they're using it as like a, <clears throat> a safety thing. And I always get worried when people use this idea that, like, for example, when COVID, oh, you need to get it because we want you to be safe. We don't want you to die. So you know, this we're really actually thinking about you, baloney. Now, just in Great Britain, some <clears throat> counties have already passed the legislation. What? Yes. They will be able to impose a climate lockdown. That's the mm. next step. That's what we are talking about. In order to do, to do that, they will have that 15-minute city. Just that next step. Talk about what Anderson says, because this is incredible, man, about restricting people.
0: Yeah, Terry. This is uh, horrible. Uh, I just want to quote Reagan, then I'm going to go back oh, yeah, to the article. Ahead, man. Re- Reagan once said, Terry... The nine most terrifying words ever spoken are, quote, yep. I'm from the government yep. and I'm here to help.
1: Hey, that's on YouTube. <laughs> Trust me. you got yeah. to watch it. It's funny.
0: The nine most terrifying words ever spoken are, quote, <laughs> I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Unbelievable. So, yeah, uh, make no mistake. They, they They want to slam us down with these 15-minute cities. Yes. With the 15-minute cities... They will have to have those before you lock you down. And that's what we're talking about here. In Great Britain, some counties have already passed legislation. Yes, they have. They will be able to impose the climate lockdown. That's the next step. That's what we're talking about. In order to do that, they will have to, again, they have to construct these 15-minute cities. The next step, Anderson says, will involve restricting people within their localities, then allowing them to leave the place two or three times a year. However, the rich will be able to get away with these rules as they can buy off exit passes from the poor segments. You know what, Jesse? That's yeah. always been the case with a,
1: a communistic uh, approach. The high officials get to do whatever they do, whatever they want to do. They can break all the rules. But um, this I, I do smell communism. I smell totalitarian government trying to put its arms around everything you do. That's what I see.
0: Yeah, Terry. This is uh this, this is the new world order. Yeah. This is the great reset. Uh, these are the globalists. This is their end game. Total control. Total control brings in communism.
1: Yeah. See, let me ask you a question. When, you're in mili- and when you were in the police department, and they would put these things around these guys who were on parole around their ankle.
0: Ankle. Ankle uh, bracelets. An- yeah. Okay.
1: And the technology was there, supposedly, that if they went out of the county, the alarm would go off and they would be persecuted, arrested for leaving, the, you know, breaking their agreement. Per,
0: yeah, Pearl, so, yeah. So if
1: that technology was there 20 years ago, mm. can you imagine what they have now? Mm. I think I what they kn- can do. I know you getting at. Yeah, I think they yeah. don't need to. You don't have to ID. They've got something on you that says,
0: dude, you left your 15 minute while we're going after you. Probably not just e- e- through your cell phone or your television yeah, in the house. So,
1: yeah, the technology's there now.
0: Yeah, the, without a doubt, there's something in there that lets the government track us at this point because, again, it's, it's government-controlled media. Yeah, from uh, Christine Anderson also says, from 50-minute cities to climate lockdowns, the onslaught of digital tyranny. Yeah. She said, the digital green certificate, the COVID pass, that was a test balloon to get people to have to produce some kind of a QR code. Just getting people used to that. Now, what they're slamming us with these 15-minute cities. Make no mistake. It's not about your convenience, argues Christine Anderson. And she's a member of the European Parliament, representing the alternative for G- the German Party. Wow. So, Anderson was one of the Europeans' Parliament's yeah, most vocal critics of COVID-19 <laughs> policies in Europe, Canada, and beyond. Good for her. Yeah. Western democracies are gradually moving towards digital tyranny, she argues. The next step... Climate lockdowns. She said this. Once we end up in a totalitarian regime and it's fully blown and it's full blown, given the technological means, that's what you just said, Terry, that they have at their disposal today. We're not talking about 30 years no. of of, you know, German Democratic Republic or 40 years of German Democratic Republic. We're, we're not talking about seven years of the Soviet Union. We're talking about a very, very long time. That's what you should fear, Anderson said. In other words, she's saying, if with the technology that's in place right now and with the tyrants running the world, she said, we ain't seen nothing yet. You think 70 years under Stalin was bad. You think, you know, 30 years under Nazism was bad. You ain't seen nothing. That's what she's saying. Yeah. She says, in the 1920s and 30s, she's a whistleblower. She's probably going to get a bullet in her head, unfortunately. In the 1920s and 30s, Germany was a highly developed society. I mean, lots of smart people, well-educated people, but it was possible for this society to turn evil to an extent that, that is unimaginable. We always get asked, how is that even possible to happen in Germany? Well, take a look at the last three years and you have your answer, Anderson argues. We just need to be clear on one thing. Each and every one of us is capable of inflicting the most horrible atrocities on our fellow mankind given the right circumstances. But if you're not aware of the fact that, yes, you're able to do the same thing, then you have no mechanism to fight it, Anderson said. Wow. Yeah. See, one more thing the article didn't say that I think
1: is also a digital tyranny is is the digital money. They're trying to get rid Mm. of cash because they want to know what you spend your money on every transaction and you know if we get rid of the cash then we can track your your spending uh ideas of how where you're putting your money and so any kind of freedom is being taken away so th- so i'm again i'm against the idea of that they take your cash away because now everything you spend they have a record of it and the other bad part about that jesse is all they have to do is shut you down uh on your bank account okay and your credit card anything you got it's no good, but see with cash there's more freedom, so we got to get rid of that also. that's something I just wanted to add into the mix
0: yeah here's the here's the way I remember years ago father oh. Karapi he gave a talk on this yeah he, thirty years ago on twenty on the new world order globalist here's what father Karapi said he said, if an invading army attacks your country and takes over the town in which you live, they will seize and control city hall. Mm-hmm. That's political and taxation control. Yeah. They will seize the newspapers, radio and television stations and yeah. phone companies because that controls the social communication. They'll control The invading army will, will, will take over the banks, financial institutions. The invading army will take over major businesses, including the power and water plants, because this controls the means of production. An invading army will also seize control of the churches and schools. This means spiritual and educational control as well. The invading invading army will use psychological warfare because that's interwoven throughout all of this control. And these demonically, uh, you know, control freaks, uh, if if you want to see how how much of a control feat our government is, just look at the complicated U.S. tax code to see what we mean. An invading army, through the control of major institutions in your town, that invading army take control over the entire population. And this is what the globalists are trying to do right now, Terry. Now, these globalists, these great reset people, they don't live in every single house, but they control the general population by controlling all of the major institutions in your town. And this is exactly what's happening in the United States of America right now and many other countries. You have very wicked, sinful people that have taken control of all the major institutions of our cities and towns, and they do not want to give up this control over our lives. They will fight tooth and nail to keep this control because it greatly benefits them monetarily, follow the money to maintain this control over us. Terry, this is the work of the Antichrist. I totally agree. Remember, remember what Bishop Sheen said,
1: Jesse, we quote it all the time. Folks, When we basically he's saying the same thing. This is what they're setting up to deceive us. When we come back, we got another topic. Pope Francis dumbfounds Joe Biden in a historic speech in Hungary. I want to give a little commentary on that and much, much more here on the Terry and Jesse show. We're too blessed to be stressed. That's right. We're too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, both of us would be billionaires. Stay with us. All. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Hey, Jess, what? is this yeah. microphone on? What you just <laughs> said last segment, you know, the thing about controlling where you live, you know, a 15-minute walk, taking uh, no, no more cash so we can stop what, you know, we want to stop you
0: from... It made sense, right? It does. Think I about grabbed it. it. Car- Father Carapi, I remembered he's... Uh, He said that he would say that often, and I ended up writing, I got a piece of paper and I jotted down some notes and I wrote it down.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you're organized to get it. All right, Jess, what have we got next?
0: So Pope Francis Mm -hmm. dumbfounds Joe Biden in historic speech. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden likes to play the part of the faithful Catholic, but nothing could be further from the truth. As you and me know, Terry, he's a fake Catholic. He is. And Pope Francis just dumbfounded Joe Biden in this historic speech. Kudos to Pope Francis. When he does something right, we got to give him kudos. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I pray for him every day. For those of you that say, you guys are always criticizing him. No, 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 no. I pray for him every single day in my rosary. at oh, yeah. Uh And 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 I, I invoke Canon 212 when I have to. So two hallmarks of Joe Biden's social policy over the past two years have been his promotion of abortion on demand and the so-called tra- gender transition for minors. These issues are hotly contested, and a matter of national debate in American politics. But when it comes to the Catholic Church, the faith Joe Biden claims to profess, the answer is incredibly simple. Despite the church's constant warnings, teachings, and official documents condemning these positions, Joe Biden has continued in his error. At time, he has even invoked his faith, saying, states that, saying that states that... that uh, States that ban that he states that a states banning gender transition for minors is close to sinful. Are you kidding me? Well, I'd like to know what his definition of sin is. What? Well, maybe it's Obama's definition of sin because he was asked, Obama was asked, and this is on YouTube. Yeah, it is. What is a sin? And Obama said, for those of you that voted for him, he said a sin is something that goes against your Moral conscience. Yeah, right. Your... Everybody's subjective. It's mine. I'm the king. I'm I'm the <laughs> god of my own. Oh, my. There you go. That's that's called Luciferian thought. Uh, you know, do as thou wilt. That is the whole of the law. That comes right directly from the from the from the Satanic Bible, and that's what Obama appeals to. But Pope Francis, the supreme pontiff of the Catholic Church, left no room for Bi- Joe Biden's agenda during a speech to civil civil and religious leaders on the first day of his trip to Hungary. Pope Francis condemned gender ideology and abortion rights as a part of a nefarious path, I like that, that leads to tragic defeat rather than progress. Pope Francis lauded Hungary's efforts to revive culture, tradition, and family values in the presence of Prime Minister Viktor Orban and and Katalin Novak, the country's first female president. He also praised Katalin Novak, whose controversial pro-family policies as former state secretary for family and youth affairs were regarded as critical to, re- to reversing the country's demographic slide. How wonderful to build a person and people-centered Europe where there are effective policies for birth and family. We have countries in Europe with the average age of 46 to 48 years carefully pursued in this country where different nations are a family in which the growth and uniqueness of each is cherished. Terry, you want to continue? Yeah, Pope Francis has frequently lamented Europe's
1: declining birth numbers, and during his speech he denounced the ideological colonization of gender theory and other leftist beliefs. I am thinking, therefore, of a Europe that is not hostage to a political party becoming prey to self-referential populism, but neither does it turn into fluid if not gaseous reality into the kind of abstract super presentation yeah. obviously to the lives of the people the pope said here's the challenge i have and i i i'm glad to repeat the holy father's statements about orthodoxy on the church's teaching but uh what i what i really um and it's great stuff but i have to be honest Jesse, i want consistency when Joe Biden is in the presence of the Holy Father, he needs to be told, or Nancy Pelosi, well, he needs to call them to fidelity to the gospel because that's love for them. I appreciate what he's doing in Hungary, but you know, they're they're encouraging people to have large families. And at the same time, this is the same pontiff that said to the Philippines, don't breed like rabbits. Mm. You see what I'm trying to say? I, I don't be I'm, I, I'm not trying to be critical of the Holy Father. I'm just saying I'm being objective here. He speaks like the the politician Perón from, from uh, Argentina, that whoever you're speaking to, I'll speak your language. And I hate to have to say it, but I've seen it happen. I read the dictator pope book, and they demonstrate numerous times where the Holy Father does this. So he needs our prayers. So let's continue. But I just want to make that clear that I'm uh, still concerned that he's not as consistent as what we call uh, the perennial teachings of the church In season and out He seems to only say it When he knows the people are going to be open to it That's my take
0: Yeah In other words Don't tailor no. uh, your Your presentation the Message is to universal dude Yes As our Lord Jesus Christ says Let your yes be yes And your no be no And he goes Anything else is from the evil one Yep And the book of James chapter 1 It says yep. A double minded man Is unstable in all his ways Yeah and so I know what you're saying, I'm that saying a- he's, uh, based on the audience that he's with, he'll yeah. say he'll say different things to cater, and that's, James chapter 1 condemns that, it's called a double-minded man. You cannot do that. So... Um,
1: um, in the article, this is good stuff, what he has to say,
0: yeah. about the notorious so, yeah, path. So, yeah, so he says, uh, I, I am thinking, therefore, of a Europe that is not ha- hostage to political parties, becoming prey to self-referential populism... But, do, but neither does it turn into a fluid, if not gaseous reality, and, uh, like you said. Oh, you, okay. you read it. Go to where it says this is a nefarious is the, path. Of ideological colonization. That's right. Which eliminates differences, as in the case of a so-called gender culture, or puts reductive concepts of freedom before the reality of life. For example, mm-hmm. boasting as an achievement a senseless right to abortion, which is always a tragic defeat. Close yeah. quote. Thank you. So during his speech, Pope Francis hailed Hungary's government for its humanitarian work around oh, the yeah. world, particularly assistance to persecuted Christians in Syria and Lebanon. He spoke to Hungary's history of wartime tragedy and prayed for peace in Ukraine. Yes. Pope Francis will continue his three day visit to Hungary by meeting with additional leaders and young people His journey will conclude on Sunday with a Holy Mass at Budapest uh, Kasuth Lajos Square. But Pope Francis has raised eyebrows by some conservative Catholics due to his recent restrictions of the traditional Latin Mass. But no one can doubt now that he is firmly positioned against the woke agenda professed by leading Democrats. So that's a good thing.
1: Let me just back up for a minute. At the time when there was lots of immigrants needing to go from muslim countries uh hungary said no we'll take the christians you know from the ukraine and from places where they're already um catholic or christian people that won't affect the culture that we have and there was criticism from the holy see on that but not anymore it sounds like and i just want to say jesse doesn't that make sense why would you bring muslims into your christian country when they can go to another muslim country i just don't get why that would be critical.
0: Perfect. Uh, that's a that's a perfect uh, analogy on your part. There's, there's a perfect analysis. Uh, I, I couldn't. Uh, well, that's re- what I'm
1: asking. I'm saying, see, these guys are doing it right in Hungary. I believe that yes. they're an anomaly in Western in Europe right now. One they, of should our be, listeners they, they should is be in the Hungary. standard. Yeah, they should be the standard. One of our listeners keeps texting me. He's in Hungary. Uh, he says Germany under Nazism uh, was overeducated.
0: Sound familiar? Ah, US good, from from Hungary. That was a good question. Yeah, comment. we're educated into imbecility, as Scott Hahn says. Yeah. Terry, here's the thread of uh, gender ideology. Yeah. Number one, yeah. it's it's uh, transgenderism is the is the family's worst enemy mm-hmm. because it wants to redefine the family. And uh, transgenderism also another problem is that it's tyrannical. It's it's our way or the highway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't you can't like can we discuss this? No, you no. can't discuss this. This is the way it is, and that's it. Transgenderism also, it fuels child abuse. It builds it into the medical system, Terry, and into the educational system. It's systemic Mm. child abuse. Also, transgenderism, let's just be honest, it contradicts biology, science, and natural law, Terry. And we got a half a, a million
1: people who have had the operation, and they're all saying bad wish we wouldn't have done it i mean what's it going to take to get these people to stop allowing this mutilation go on it's just it's ludicracy that's going on right now and you know what jesse think about it it fits because we can't even tell the difference between a man and a woman so why not mutilate them
0: yeah and and i'll tell you just up if you look at the catechism on the four sins that cry to heaven in paragraph 1867 i would tell you this right now tell me The Democrat Party violates all of the four four worst sins in 2,000 years of Catholicism. The Democrat Party violates all four. Here they are. The first one, the blood of Abel. That's killing an innocent human being. The Democrats kill babies through their legislation. Innocent babies intentionally. That's sin number one, the the cries of heaven. Sin number two, the sin of the sodomites. The Democrats, uh, they embrace uh, sodomy. They embrace a homo- so-called homosexual marriage. The third sin, the cry of the people oppressed in Egypt. Uh, well, let me tell you, Terry, what the what the Democrats are doing at the border, yeah. this is going to oppress the foreigner even more. Thrust into a country, women raped in the desert, boys and, and, and kids raped in the desert, thrust into poverty, into ghettos, into barrios, into hotels, uh, getting substandard wages, uh, you know, living in the shadows, uh, not not ke- keeping them stupid so they can't, don't learn the language by putting their kids into ESL programs. Yeah. the Democrats oppress the foreigner. And number four, the fourth sin that cries to heaven is unjust- injustice to the wage earner. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You want to depress wages for people here, for citizens in this country? Bring in millions and millions of illegal immigrants south of the border from 160 other countries. Yeah. Bring them in through through Mexico and watch the, the wages depress here for hard-working, blue-collar Americans and watch the economy tank. Everything that the Catholic Church calls the sins that cry to heaven, the Democrat Party violates.
1: You got it. And if I had some advice to the Holy Father, which is in loving advice. I would remind him, never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. Like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, they need to hear the truth of the gospel, and it it sounds like it might be inconvenient for them, but so be it. Jess Romero, what state should we be living in, brother?
0: State of sanctifying grace, that way we can get to heaven which is the perfect state of grace forever. And let's not live in a state of mortal sin because that'll that'll lead you to eternal global warming, which is a place called hell. Pick (laughs) up your rosaries, read your Bible every day, go to mass, become holy or die trying. And remember, we're inviting you to come and
1: pray for the Holy Father and all priests and bishops at the chapel tonight at 7 p.m. I'll be there on my knees praying for him. That's why I feel comfortable criticizing some things he's doing. Why? Because he needs our prayers. Don't forget Our Lady of Fatima said souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. Offer all these sacrifices to our Lord and Savior Christ. God bless you.